Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All is well in your world. A lot going on in the news and topping the list. What's going on economically and concern about banks in this country? I want to begin there. You ever have that deja vu feeling? Now, in the counseling I do, and just in interactions with people, you know, we're a society that is very much focused on feelings. And I'm trying to think of the last person who said something to me about how they felt. And I re- replied in the way I reply to most people especially when they're communicating negativity and things that are not true. I tell people, don't trust your feelings. And that's certainly necessary right now as we deal with this most important subject of really the economic condition of our country and our financial system. I want to make very clear here, I am not interested in participating in panic porn. At the same time, I have, through a variety of sources, for a number of years, before today, the people that I trust, who have commented about 2007, 2008, the economic issues we faced then, the people who I have confidence in have communicated the systemic things that caused the meltdown years ago have not been addressed. They haven't. In fact, a strong argument can be made that the banking issues, the way we find ourselves, the situation we find ourselves in now, the potential is there for greater destruction economically. It's a threat that's greater now than it was back then. I want to make clear, I'm not saying that what is going on now is going to lead to something like what we experienced back in 2008. But I do think we need to be aware. So, here's where we start today, just in discussing what has happened to put some perspective on this you'll also hear from your president who wants to provide assurance that everything is okay 
vital for him to convince you that that is the case. Drudge banking headlines, U.S. government moves to stop financial crisis. Biden seeks to reassure markets. No losses borne by taxpayer. You'll hear him say this a little bit later on. Let the bailout debate begin. Blame game over Trump regulation rollback. Yes, you're going to hear all of the usual political posturing, blaming this person and that person. Feds close another bank. We'll talk about both of these entities and what happened. And <laughs> panic and partying at South by Southwest. <laughs> Setting the table for the beginning of our discussion today. Before we go into the things that happened over the weekend, we'll just tell you we're talking about two banks. One of them, Silicon Valley Bank. The other, Signature Bank. Both having issues over the past few days. And it's in this context that the president thought it necessary to, at the start, the very start of the business week, he thought it important to address these particular issues before he heads out to California. So let's first hear from the president on this before we go into more details about what has happened. The president speaking this morning. The first thing he does, he talks about the actions that the federal government has taken. These are the steps taken to keep this situation under control. Listen up. Today, thanks to the quick action of my administration over the past few days, Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. Your deposits will be there when you need them. Small businesses across the country, the deposit accounts at these banks can breathe easier knowing they'll be able to pay their workers and pay their bills. And their hardworking employees can breathe easier as well. Last week, when we learned of the problems of the banks, and the impact they could have on jobs of small businesses and banking systems overall, I instructed my team to act quickly to protect these interests. And they've done that. They've done that. On Friday, the government regulator in charge, the FDIC, took control of Silicon Valley Bank's assets. And over the weekend, it took control of Signature Bank's assets. Treasury Secretary Yellen and a team of banking regulators have taken action immediate action. And here are the highlights. First, all customers who had deposits in these banks can rest assured, I want to rest assured they'll be protected and they'll have access to their money as of today. That includes small businesses across the country that bank there and need to make payroll, pay their bills and stay open for business. No losses will be, and I want, this is an important point, no losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Let me repeat that. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Instead, the money will come from the fees that banks pay into the deposit insurance fund. Because of the actions of that, because of the actions that our regulator has already taken, every American should feel confident that their deposits will be there if and when they need them. So there you go. The president speaking to this situation first and foremost, saying, look, 
The depositors have no cause for concern. The Fed has stepped in immediately to make sure that the folks involved have access to their money. That's the first thing. There are other comments that the president makes. We're going to save those for after the break. And I want to get your thoughts on the level of confidence you have. Jim out of Easley already saying, Vince, if Biden says everything is okay, we all darn well know everything is not okay. <laughs> I suspect this is a sentiment that is probably widespread. A great deal of suspicion about whether what he's communicated is actually true. Before we go to break, we'll talk about what happened first. And that was at a bank, Silicon Valley Bank. This is the second largest bank failure in history behind the collapse of Washington Mutual at the height of the 2008 financial crisis. This is the reason for so much concern and why the president today is doing everything he can to provide some reassurance. First off, to the folks connected to that bank. Second off, about the health of the rest of the banking system. We're going to hear more from the president more about the specifics of these situations. Also get your thoughts as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Vince Coakley radio program. If you'd like to join the conversation, GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800 9 1110 800 9 1110 
The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line 71307. Wise words on the text line. Why doesn't Biden just save himself the time and effort? Just replay FDR's famous, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself speech. You remember that one? How in the world have people not figured out fractional shares bank will never work in the long run? Keep the printing presses running, and we all pay due to inflation. There is a wise texter right there. Let's talk about more of what has happened and what is being done to address the situation. So you've already heard how the president communicated that the government has stepped in, depositors don't have any cause for fear. Here's the second thing he addressed, and this is something that always makes people feel good. Oh, we're going to make those people pay who screwed this up. Here is the president speaking of punitive action toward those folks who run these banks. The management of these banks will be fired. If the bank is taken over by FDIC, the people running the bank should not work there anymore. Third, investors in the banks will not be protected. They knowingly took a risk, and when the risk didn't pay off, investors lose their money. That's how capitalism works. And fourth, there are important questions of how these banks got into the circumstance in the first place. We must get the full accounting of what happened and why those responsible can be held accountable. In my administration, no one, in my no one is above the law. And finally, we must reduce the risk of this happening again. During the Obama-Biden administration, we put in place tough requirements on banks like Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank including the Dodd-Frank law to make sure that the crisis we saw in 2008 would not happen again. Unfortunately, the last administration rolled back some of these requirements. I'm going to ask Congress and the banking regulators to strengthen the rules for banks to make it less likely this kind of bank failure would happen again and to protect American jobs and small businesses. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you, we will not stop at this. We'll do whatever is needed. Okay, we'll do whatever is needed. <laughs> and, and, and I asked the question all along here. Do you find yourself at a place of reassurance, of comfort? Especially when the president closes with the following words, because he says overall, we've got to look at the big picture. You know what the big picture is? how wonderful it is under the Bush economy. Here's the president. On top of all that, let's also take a look at a moment to put the situation in a broader context. We've made strong economic progress in the past two years. We've created more than 12 million new jobs, more jobs in two years than any president has ever created in a single four-year term. Unemployment is below 4% for 14 straight months. Take-home pay for workers is going up, especially for lower- and middle-income workers. And we've seen record numbers of people apply to start new businesses, more than 10 million of them, more than 10 million applications over the last two years starting businesses. Now we need to keep the program, this progress, going. That's what swift action that my administration over the past few years is all about, protecting depositors, protecting the banking system, protecting the economic gains we've made together for the American people. 
Thank you. God bless you. And may God protect our troops. See you in California. And with that, the president goes out to California. Do you find yourself reassured by this? On the line, we have Mark in Charlotte. Are you encouraged by what you've heard from our president? Good morning, Mark. No, no, sir, I'm not really encouraged. Uh, I guess I'm a little slow, and I don't know a lot about banking, but I know, having worked in government for a number of years, retired from uh, government, that the devil is in the details. And if you look at the big line of people in front of Silicon Valley Bank waiting to get their deposits out, my question is, they fire all the executives, the only people in the bank are low management and maybe some tellers, 25-year-old tellers, and the guard lets the people in, and the lady goes to the teller window and says, I want to get my money out. Well, how much do you have? I've got $3,000. I want it in cash. So the teller may be able to provide cash to the first five customers, and then because they don't have brink trucks lined around the bank with cash, the next customer is going to present himself and be told by the teller, well, we don't have cash, but we can give you a cashier's check. Oh, by the way, it will be a Silicon Valley Bank cashier's check. And then the customer says, what am I supposed to do with this? And they're told, go deposit it or cash it in another bank. Now, what's going to happen when that cashier's check is presented to another bank today? Because Biden said you could get your money today. I question whether all of that's going to work. I think the details are all uh, left obscure. So what? good luck, uh, <laughs> depositors. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, well, I very much appreciate your call. You know, by the way, I'm sure uh, for those of you, I and mean, here we are just, I can't believe we're three months, three months removed from the Christmas season. Gosh, time has flown by. But I, when I hear all this conversation, I think back to It's a Wonderful World. I remember the story, the banking story that drives a good part of it, and the run on the bank that takes place. I mean, and I, I'm not expecting this. It would be interesting to see what happens on the ground and how this is walked out. You know, because the, the government has provided assurance that the people who have deposits in these banks have nothing to fear. It's all under control. Breitbart had a story before this speech about how Silicon Valley venture capitalists screaming for a bailout to response to the recent sudden collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the second largest bank failure in history behind the collapse of Washington Mutual, the height of 2008 financial crisis. Jason Calacanis, who is an entrepreneur, said this, you should be absolutely terrified right now. That is the proper reaction to a bank run and contagion. Saying the president and the secretary of the treasury, Janet Yellen, must get on TV and guarantee all deposits up to $10 million, or this will spiral into chaos. Notice that. Ten million. As you know. <laughs> Any case. Entrepreneur Joe Lonsdale insisting he's opposed to bailouts, but nonetheless flirted with the idea 
of one for the Silicon Valley, Valley Bank, tweeting, I'm curious if the innovation world is the only part of our economy that doesn't deserve a depositor bailout. Hmm. Very intriguing to hear this. And again, the assurance from the president, no taxpayer money for any of this. What are you thinking? Stay with us. Before the break, I was telling you what some entrepreneurs were calling for, a bailout before this speech by the president. This is kind of interesting. Can't help but ask, how many equivalent aid packages to Ukraine it takes to resolve the crisis impacting thousands of promising U.S. technology companies? In a follow-up tweet, Lonsdale added, to clarify, I'm opposed to bailouts, and it's crazy that well-connected to D.C. debt holders and even equity of banks got bailed out in 2008. Although I understood actions to protect depositors in that crisis. Anderson Horowitz, CEO Ben Horowitz, retweeted a student who responded to a tweet that said, venture capitalists should not be bailed out by taxpayers. And this is the dumbest, most insensitive crap I read all day. There are small companies that can't make payroll. The domino effect to employees is crushing. Was a response from one person to that tweet. Meanwhile, the CEO and co-founder of the digital signage software company, Inplug, went so far as to say a Silicon Valley bank bailout would cost the taxpayers nothing and would even make taxpayers money. SVP bailout is completely different than bailouts of 2008. Fed stepping in to help depositors would cost the taxpayers nothing. In fact, it would make taxpayers money. Every Inc. co-founder and president Nathan Bashez responded, got to disagree with you on this one. Dunking on venture capitalists is fine, but totally misguided. So you can see the debates underway on social media. What should be the correct response? So I mentioned Silicon Bank. We also had another issue. This one, Signature Bank. New York state regulators shut that bank down, a big lender in the crypto industry. Regulators said all depositors of this institution will be made whole. As with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, no losses will be borne by the taxpayer. The statement from the FDIC, we're also announcing a similar systemic risk exception for Signature Bank. New York, which was closed by its state chartering authority. 
The banking regulator said depositors at Signature Bank will have full access to their deposits, a move similar to what was made to ensure depositors the failed Silicon Valley Bank. They will get their money back. All depositors, this institution will be made whole, as with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank. No losses borne by the taxpayer. You're going to hear that theme over and over and over. In fact, there was an interesting petition drive over the weekend by people concerned that people would not be made whole. They were calling for intervention by the government. But it appears if what we're hearing now is correct, they have nothing to fear. Congressman Jeff Duncan posting on social media before the weekend, Silicon Valley Bank has just collapsed in what is the second largest bank failure in U.S. history, causing panic in the markets, more questions about the status of our economy. This comes as new economic data shows nearly 25 million Americans are behind on their credit cards, auto loans, personal loans, a number not seen since 2009. It has been a while. I do have some positive news to report as it relates to banking. I wanted to make sure this did not escape notice because this is a positive development in the midst of all of the unfortunate things that are happening in this season. This again, a post from our good friend, Congressman Jeff Duncan. After significant pushback from federal and state lawmakers, Visa, MasterCard, and Discover announced they are halting plans to implement the International Organization for Standardization's new merchant code for firearms and firearm accessories. Anti-gun globalists hope this code would help surveil purchases made by gun owners. And Jeff Duncan says this is a huge win for our right to bear arms. And that it is. So I want to make sure that good news is something that does not go unnoticed. What are responses thus far to the actions of the federal government in dealing with these banking situations? Vince Biden is an idiot. The federal government has money because of our taxes. So don't say no tax money will be used. Dean says, this is why our government's here, to protect the people. I wonder what the story would be if government did nothing. Also this, we probably need to go back to the barter system. Most important, we need Jesus big time and keep him in our lives. Biden and Congress have no scruples giving hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine, but will help American companies and investors. But no. Vince, to think our government is more honorable, capable, and ethical than any others is laughable. We will pay, as always, just more BS from our beady-eyed liar-in-chief, Alan, out of Gastonia. Bailouts are not what we should be worried about. Bail-ins, where your deposits are converted into equity to save the banking system. See the crisis in Greece for a peek at what will happen. God forbid. Seems like banks are incentivized to act more irresponsibly than before. Unless bankers are held personally and criminally liable, they'll just walk away with a bonus and socialize the losses. Mm. Also, this text, reckless spending of taxpayer dollars with the Fed printing money to cover it, 
causes historic high inflation, which causes bonds to fall in value, which causes a bank run, which causes a collapse. Vince, if the government says we're here to help, run, go buy gold. <laughs> Take it all down, this texture says. We need a crash to reset this mess we are in. Vince, I tried to deposit a $700 check drawn on the same bank as mine. The teller was rude to me. I then went on line to see how much money I had in this bank, over six figures. I then went back to the same teller and demanded a full withdrawal for every cent. The manager begged me not to close my account. I made them give me cash. I had to wait for a truck to bring more cash. Banks don't keep much cash on hand. <laughs> wow. That is pretty interesting stuff, folks. Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. Speaking of government use of money for private companies, we'll talk about a situation developing closer to home as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. On the Vince Coakley radio program, this person here communicating what a lot of people do not know. By the way, I encourage you now is a good time, if you haven't already, read the book, Creature from Jekyll Island, to learn about how our banking system works. Vital to understand this. I think, I'll tell you, if people understood this, we'd have a very different country right now. We'd have very different demands being made on discussions we're having politically. This texture brings out a great point. This texture in the upstate. Banks don't keep much cash on hand because it's called fractionalized banking. They only have a fraction of cash on the amount of debt people's deposits. This is, there's a whole lot that needs to be understood here. But I'll tell you, I'm very skeptical that people will get up to speed on this, and generally people only pay attention to this when something goes wrong, like now. So I'm appealing to you, learn more. Learn more about how this works and why these, I think it's safe to say, why so many things are happening in our world. So many things, it's no secret, they're driven by money. And some of the things this country has done are not the result of policy decisions or discussions that happen in the nation's capital. They're things that are going on as a result of the Fed and the International Monetary Fund. Their involvement in events. I mean, do you think, honestly, that we had some sort of beef with Muammar Gaddafi that had anything to do with terrorism, or things that happened years ago. Folks, that was all about money. We've discussed that extensively on this broadcast. Money, money, money. So, it's worth mentioning. <laughs> Vince, how to suggest we move forward and prepare. <laughs> well, there are people who are much 
more capable than myself on addressing this subject. I would just strongly encourage you do your own research about money, about things of real value. And I think that's a good start. I want to talk about how your money is being spent closer to home. And we addressed this last week. One of the reasons why so many people are skeptical of our financial system, we've got one party that's completely uh, uninterested in taxing and spending policies and their impact on you. We've got another party that pretends to be concerned about this and yet does inexplicable things. Well, here we go. This is a post from the South Carolina Freedom Caucus, a follow-up to what we shared with you last week. The House passed a $1.3 billion incentives package. This is in Columbia. This is to bring Scout Motors Volkswagen to Columbia. The legislature is giving $400 million in cash, taxpayer money, to a private company. This record-breaking, unprecedented government payouts, the grossest instance of crony capitalism in South Carolina history. Government planning and corporate welfare are not pro-business. Ironically, this comes a week after we watched the demolition of the failed Carolina Panthers Stadium, the last record-breaking crony project that crashed and burned, Big loss for fiscal conservatism. And another black eye in the Republican supermajority. Again, that's from the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. We'll talk more about this a little bit later on. But understand this. The plan, according to the Associated Press, allegedly borrow nothing instead paying the entire amount through surpluses the state has managed to save over the past few years as the COVID-19 pandemic didn't hurt the amount of tax revenue South Carolina collects as much as feared. So the plan is to start building new scout vehicles powered this time by electricity for the first time since 1980. The hope is to hire 400 workers for a $2 billion plant. They're reviving the name and style of the original Scout SUVs made by International Harvester back in the 70s and 80s. Remember that brand? I often wondered what happened. Well, they're bringing it back. After one more routine vote, the proposal goes to the Senate. Members approve the package 96 to 12. This was on Thursday. The state's $1.3 billion will build a new exchange on I-77 and a railroad bridge over the highway for the plant. The state's giving Scout a $200 million loan to stabilize the soil at the site and a $400 million grant for the company to use how it wishes during construction. Boy, wouldn't it be great to get a nice deal like this from the state? Can you go and ask the state for this kind of incentive package? I'm curious. What do you think about this? Love to get your thoughts as we continue. Our number two is straight ahead. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.